1: Now, as most of you will know, um, this is a part two, isn't it, Hugo? Because it's in the title, so I think they could tell.
2: Yeah, yeah. kind yeah. of self-explanatory. Yeah. Because we talked for so long yeah. that we just thought, why not? Why the you know, bloody hell not? Why not? You know I mean? Come
1: on, I don't care about the rules. What are rules? Yeah. Huh? Oh, oh. They're, for, they're for weak people. Break yeah. the rules. Oh, oh, rules, rules, I'm scared to break them. I'm not. Never happen. Never will. So, uh, you see me in a denim jacket. Yeah. No. Listen. You see me in a denim jacket, an electric guitar, and what am I doing? (laughs) Oh, you're breaking the rules, boy. I'm breaking the rules, baby, boy. All right. Yeah. This is because once you get Steve going, he will not shut up, will he? Oh God. Yeah. He's he's one of them ones. It's one of them ones. Very loud for it. Yeah. Yeah. So this is part two. Man like Steve Stamp, aka Steve Stamp. Enjoy. Do you remember, um, like, uh, yeah? Do you remember, like, how it all came about to come on telly and shit, and how you felt?
3: Uh, I remember when when we had the opportunity to write the script, and it was like when they commissioned the pilot and all of that. That feeling of like, fuck, this could actually be a sort of, I don't know, I want to say a way out, but yeah, like it could be a sort of the start of something. Like if we do this well, then it's yeah, it's a way in. I really remember the most sort of. The stuff that really sticks with me is that when we were doing the pilot and the sort of and I was doing that alongside the office job and sort of uh, getting to that point where we were we'd made it and then we were sort of not happy with it and we thought we we might not get to do the series and we just had this like we knew the series would be sick and we knew that we had this like drive to to make it good and that we were funny and we knew what we could do. We just weren't very experienced, and we didn't know exactly how to pull it off. So it was like we just had to sort of hope that they had this, like uh, that they would take a gamble on us a little bit. And luckily, they did, obviously. But yeah. the moment when when John John rang me and I was at work, and he was like,
1: "John Petrie, the producer, we got the series."
3: Yeah, John, John Petrie, shout out John. And uh, and yeah, he told me that we got the series, and I was just like at work, just like. Gosh, like fucking hell! It was the maddest relief, and I, I feel like I quit that day. Yeah, like, I, not in a dramatic like, fuck your no, job.
1: Pretend no, I would have. No, I did I no, the I did, no, I did
3: this sort of uh, the sensible sort of Steve version of that, which is like went back to my desk <laughs> and wrote a perfect email to my boss, being like, "Can we, uh, can we have a a meeting or whatever? I need to like discuss whatever." <laughs> And then, uh, and then we—I remember face to face telling my boss that I just had a TV show commissioned and I was leaving. Yeah, and it was, and it was like, I'm
2: better than you a little bit. Yeah. Oh
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man. Um, like, oh man, it was such a relief, though, man. And I just—I knew it was going to be a lot of work, but I was so up for it. Sort of thing. Was that
1: the, the time where it was like a really long gap between? Was it between a pilot and series one, or was that after series one? There was like a really long time when we didn't know. No, that was it, wasn't it? Where we I didn't know. It. Yeah, we were...
3: yeah. It was after the, yeah, we made the pilot and then it went quiet for months, ages. And then, really yeah. Here, it was a It was painfully long time. I remember writing during that time and I found it the other day. I wrote Ash this email after like a few months. It was It was about a few weeks before we got the commission. But I wrote this email in desperation, just being like, I don't know, like, I know you guys are doing everything you can, whatever, but I just really need you to know that if we get this opportunity, like, I promise you, I will give it, like, everything I have, like, all all I want to do is this thing. Like, I don't just, like, just know that I won't fuck this up if you give me the opportunity. And I was, like, very, like, serious and sort of, like, trying to just make them realize, like, this is not uh, us messing about, whatever. And uh and yeah, I found it the other day. I should have dug it out so I could
1: read the verbatim. Oh, that's but... bad. Did you send that to him? Yeah, I sent it to Ash. Crazy. I didn't even know that, man. Sick though. Yeah. Smashed it. Me Maybe. and Hugo just chilling, blazing. <laughs> <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, if it happens, it yeah. happens. <laughs> or you were more like, <laughs> I'm gonna have to fucking go,
2: like I'm I'm gonna have to go full time at the job center, man. I'm gonna I'm like at the, the, call jo- the call
1: center, bruv. Every series, you remember every series, Steve, at the end of the series. I'd be like, because um, you don't know you've been commissioned for another one yet. I'd be like, yeah. Well, yeah, that's me back to the call center then.
3: <laughs> it was so like every every step was so kind of tentative, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like there was yeah. there there was never like a it was four episodes at first, which is almost like a pilot series, and then it went yeah. up to five. It was like mm. that's not that's still not a full series. Like why don't we just <laughs> just give us six? I mean, obviously, I I'm glad that we got that, but it was like yeah. It it always gave us this feeling that it was very fleeting, and then it could probably all end like here. There was yeah.
2: never the bang, and you're off. Yeah, no. no, no Welcome.
3: No. It was like-
1: always it was always like a bang. Hold on, wait, and you're like yeah. just like <laughs> to run. You're like, off of yeah. wait,
2: wait, wait. Oh no, you're not in the right. You got to go and change that. Oh, right. But I feel like, cool.
3: and I feel like we deliberately sort of planted big cliffhangers at the end of every series, so that like you can't just leave it there. Like he's just proposed. Or like, People are going to be screaming about that. Yeah, you can't just yeah. leave it in the middle of a storyline that we've made you like <laughs> include. The, the positive
1: that we could get out of uh, the fact that they gave us four episodes, five episodes, is that it was uh, as well as it never feeling like bang, this is it, you've got yours. The good thing about that is that we we creeped up in learning. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. we had time to learn. Do you no, know what I'm, I'm actually saying? glad. So, it,
3: I'm glad of how it sort of happened because. And I don't wanna, I don't want to say that they were right but they probably were. Yeah. Cuz they gave it Yeah. They they sort of gave us enough the amount that we could manage at that time. I to be fair, yeah. I reckon series 2 we could have done six episodes, but Yeah, for
1: sure man, but like,
3: you know, <laughs> but Definitely the like, first series. I yeah. That was probably yeah, yeah. the right decision to do for.
1: So like on that note, I guess what is what are some of your I don't know, most surreal or proud moments from uh from our journey doing PJ the end, man?
3: fuck it's so mad because I feel like we were on this like wave for such a long time just doing like Mm. always sort of looking to the next thing and and always trying to keep it growing and always like looking to build and like keep it interesting and everything so it was always like not looking back always looking forward and yeah and lockdown has been the sort of first time probably where where it's all just stopped and we can sort of it sort of makes you look at it. And also, I guess, because we've done, like, the the film and we've sort of wrapped it up to some extent. So, like, now no, i looking
1: you're right. back. Look I feel like this last year has been mad, uh, like, nostalgic in a way and, like, reflective. Like, I've been doing some mad, you know, like, even, like, stuff like old have like all resurfaced and they've got their like childhood back you know what i mean yeah. it's like
3: people if... are digging out their stuff from the attic
1: yeah yeah it's proper yeah. that vibe man and, and that's what i guess these conversations have become between us because we like you said we never really sat down and talked about
3: this is this or... is us opening hugo's memory box yeah yeah
2: come <laughs> yeah. inside come inside come in. i'll take you on a tour baby <laughs>
3: There's a little handful of sand from Thailand just at the bottom.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was in a sandbag of hemp, which I blazed. <laughs> and a copy of The Alchemist
1: in a leather case.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, a brown leather uh, motherfucker wallet. It was <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: but yeah, this, oh man, it's it, like, I mean, I've got shit memory, so it's hard to even remember stuff. But uh, there's How so did many... you feel when you
1: were the bathroom then? How about that? Because that's a pretty big moment.
3: Yeah, I I was aware when it happened that it was a big deal, and that it would like there would be something we can sort of use, like as a, <laughs> you know what I mean? That it would be yeah. leverage, like because it is, mm. It is a thing, like it's in in a sort of I don't know, fucking if you're pitching a new idea or whatever, it's like the you're a BAFTA winning writer or whatever. It's like it it just sounds better than just yeah. like some random geezer from Brentford. So uh, I was, yeah, I was, I was proper like shocked and and, like happy, like overwhelmed, I would say, would be the word. I felt like I've been in a car crash. I said at the time, I think, but like it was that same sort of adrenaline that's sort of almost like, like you can't quite like find the words or or do operate how you think you would operate. Like you're just sort of on this weird, dazed autopilot thing that's like just sort of panic almost but like um I, I don't know if i enjoyed i didn't enjoy getting up and like receiving it or any of that I was horrible that was just pure like fear
2: and yeah, like it was, yeah it just
3: just felt scary. yeah i hate doing shit like that but uh afterwards just like sitting getting drunk and just holding it and being like yes that was like that was sick. It, I feel like those, because I've been in those rooms now, like where, you know, where those things get decided. And I know yeah. that it takes a certain sort of set of people and set of like conversations. And there's a lot of politics and stuff that goes into those kind yeah. of rooms. And and I feel like we're just lucky that yeah, how I, it turned out. Yeah, I've been in those
1: rooms as well since then. And I'm quite surprised. I've said it to you as well, like at the time after that, I can't believe like when you when you hear, and to see the type of people as well, it's like, I can't believe that um, we won. I feel we deserve it, but yeah, yeah it's quite, it must've been a lucky little set of we, events. We had, like, good,
3: we had a good room that day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But yeah, other things like, like doing Glastonbury, like doing festivals, I've loved all of that. Like the boat parties in Croatia always stick in my mind as like a, an amazing sort of mad yeah. thing. Like when we were Enough on the on yeah, on jet skis, but what I love about that is like, like with all of this stuff, there's always like a slightly degrading edge to it, where it's like, yeah, of course. it's never like as cool as, as like you'd sort of think it, would, it would be. As it would be
2: for anyone else. Or you basically. think it would be.
3: No, but, but I feel like everyone, I feel like everybody has these degrading things that happen, but yeah. no one talks about them and everyone, yeah, no, they don't notice every bit of it. Yeah, and everyone presents into the best version of, like... They don't tell you that happened. the jet
2: ski's maximum speed is 10 miles an hour. Yeah, until they, they don't know.
1: tell you that I'd already fallen in the water when we were practising on the way to the set. So yeah, I'd, same.
2: i had yeah. like to borrow
1: Marx's hat.
3: They don't, tell you, they don't tell you that you can't ride your own jet ski, so you have to turn up to a boat party with a random Croatian man whose waist you're holding. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, it's, it's fucking, as him arrives by boat fine yeah. shoes on
1: i'll tell you what yeah it's not as sick as it sounds but it's better than not doing it at all yeah of course
3: yeah it is incredible like and there's those moments those like whatever like one hour windows where everything's incredible those are, yeah. those are what it's all like for. And yeah, Glastonbury is a perfect example. When we turned up and we carried all our stuff in the first time, because we, oh, yeah. like, we didn't have any didn't like, management or anything. So we literally, I remember Hugo fuming, going up to the security people going, we're corrupt FM, we don't know where we're going. And it's just like, mate, I, no I don't fucking, care. I don't
1: know you're in a fucking orange jacket and shit. That gig, that set was sick. Our first time at Glastonbury. Not even our own set, really. It was like a little 20-minute in between someone else's Mm, on some shangri-la, innit, on the hell stage. We were there all weekend. That must have been about 20,000 people, bruv, three in the morning or some
2: shit. And
3: and we were on after, like, a sort of... uh, a queer, like, drag act thing that was, like... Yeah. Guys with sort of massive fake cocks spurting cream all over the stage and stuff. And we we were like... We're... This, oh, is this is such a weird sort of thing to put us on after, but fuck it, let's do it. And it yeah. somehow that's the Shangri-La, isn't it? That's the vibe.
1: That's the vibe. That's what I'm saying. And then you see fucking big nasty backstage. You're like, oh, okay, well they're probably just doing a bit of both. <laughs> yeah,
3: This is just it up. Whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Mix it up a little bit. Ask,
0: ask. if you don't ask, boy, you don't get. Ask.
1: I mean, yeah. There's loads of mad moments, man. Yeah, like, like what you 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 ended up doing. You've since people's doing nothing. You've done a few little bits and bobs in it, or like not since we finished. But I mean, you started branching out.
3: Yeah, I, I guess I uh, wanted to make sure I wasn't just sort of like a, people thought I could do other things as well. Uh, it's good that they had their little fun, those guys. But uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: oh they're a moment look at yeah
3: did they write any of it i don't know i basically was like (laughs) do you know what i mean i I sort of thought yeah let me let me try some other ideas out so i've done yeah i've done a few uh written some new stuff working on a few new bits that will hopefully see the light of day do
1: you know one of my favorite things you've done um outside of people's nothing is the palace advert
3: oh yeah that was just completely random they just messaged me and were like do you want to Do an advert and I was like, shit, I love Palace. Like Palace, yeah. And also just like meeting them and stuff, their their whole approach to everything is so great. Like they're basically quite a small I don't know if they still are, but they they're very like family vibes. Like they all they're just a group of mates who set up a a label, basically. Like (laughs) a label. Uh a brand. It's a brand. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And um, and it's just got so massive, but like it still feels like the, the sort of the voices that you hear on their, like uh, on their Instagram and the, the sort of people that make the big decisions are still just these kind of joke guys that are just like yeah. normal and they're not sort of, they're not like corrupted by the kind of uh, the big, I don't know, corporate bosses or anything. It's like, it's quite, yeah. it's quite sick to see.
1: And that is sick to see something that, cause that always worked with little cooler brands, but it's sick to see something like that, get to that scale and still keep that same ethos, man. Mm, like,
3: definitely. you know,
1: we, we get approached to do adverts a lot and we don't want to do, you know what I mean? It's not exactly tempting to be doing because It's not that creative, but the content that come out of that, that advert that you made with them is actually just sick content anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, just yeah, jokes they, and really well done and well thought out.
3: That's the thing that they're, they're kind of, uh, like we are, I guess they, on one level, want things to just be fun and like uh, not take it all too seriously or anything. But also, on another level, they want it to be to sort of be beyond what people expect and and high level, like to so they get like a good dop in and a like a whole team of sick people to make the advert with them and yeah, yeah. do you know what i mean but the guy you can tell the guy lev who is like one of the founders of the thing he was directing the yeah. advert like he was there just yeah, that's like it. just running the whole thing and that's kind of that's quite mad to see really yeah the, the sort of owner of a big company just there directing the adverts as well
1: yeah yeah and it's sick that they've he's, they've obviously got an eye for things and like taking risks because in a good way because they just, you played this one character that was a wiggy mess, and then they uh, yeah. cast you as a German tennis player. Yeah.
3: German squash player, yeah. and also, squash player, yeah.
1: They're always in
2: touch with where they came from. Like, they've had like Rihanna and Drake wearing their clothes, but yeah, they have, you know, they choose to collaborate with that darts player. Yeah. Or yeah. like, yeah, have, sorry, Skibber, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, man,
1: yeah, true. that's sick.
2: Because that, yeah, sure. to them, probably means just as much as a juventus collab you can kind of tell
1: yeah yeah for sure
3: but yeah i was honored to be fucking like yeah man, amazing by them yeah, like, that's, that's crazy yeah.
1: so um like obviously apart from writing and acting you also uh you directed a pilot right
3: yeah um, i i
1: think i don't I'm, know how much you can talk about all that i don't know
3: yeah i can talk about Both the things I've done, yeah. So I directed, I've done like some, I did a music video and I've like done some other little things. But yeah, we, me and Ben, who we talked about earlier, Ben Murray, uh, directed a pilot with Lily that was called Wannabe that was like about um, this kind of deluded music manager sort of nightmare. She is hilarious. But it sort of, uh, when it went to series, I was, we were writing series five or something. I just had loads on and I couldn't direct the series, so Ben just directed it. but uh it was a mad experience, man. I do love directing. I feel like I'm a control freak, so it's sort of natural to me to want to be involved in all the decisions like throughout the pre-production during the production. I want to be there, like making sure everything looks and feels good and the performances are like the right level especially if i've yeah. written it like or been involved yeah, yeah. in the writing i sort of feel like i know how i imagined it so it's sort of natural for me to have an opinion on it but um yeah it kind of makes sense yeah and then being in the edit and i felt like i knew a lot about i'd learned a lot from the people just do nothing experience of like
2: mm.
3: how to sort of what to do in the in the edit and what you need as a director and what you know what's kind of uh, as in that obviously we've had the experience of being directed, which is quite uh it's like useful to sort of have felt that. When you go into the
2: edit with Jack, like after the first series, did things that he made us do kind of make more sense to you afterwards that you were like, Yeah. I get why he would film that.
3: Yeah, because I feel like my natural instinct, I think the main thing I learned, like my natural instinct is to sort of have everything toned down and in sort of grounded in reality um yeah. in the way that like the office was or whatever but yeah. but what the office did like amazingly well was like they allowed it to build to a certain point where it just got fucking mental but you always got why because it it had the sort of reasoning behind it but like i don't know an extreme being like that dance where he's like <laughs> like doing, yeah yeah, yeah. I I feel like there's a version of that where he sort of does a little bit of like um, dancing and it's a bit embarrassing. But what Jack would do and what they obviously did in that episode was like, just let it go on and on and like push it. And I reckon he probably pushed the dancing and made it more extreme. And there was probably a point where he would have been thinking, I'm probably going a little bit too far here. But like, let me just get that. And I think, I think that's, um, yeah, I think that's what you should do as a director is kind of, don't just leave it, like, don't just get exactly what you need, get what you need and then push it a bit further and get some other I shit guess. as well and, and, like, see what kind of comes out of that.
1: I think we learnt that lesson the most on the film as well.
3: Yeah. There's
1: one scene in the film yeah. uh, that we wrote out, really subtle version, and... And that was funny enough, and then just to try, Jack said, "Just go for it on the last one sounds slightly different, more over the top mm. and we ended up watching it back and and it and that made the most sense,
3: yeah, I mean the example I always give that's like one of the most sort of poignant like scenes it basically that sort of Steve's Nan dying episode where he um ends up like with grinder at the end, and grinder's kind of on his couch, and it's all quite like. Everything's quite fucked, and Steve's is like looking yeah. in the box of his like Nan's possessions, and it's like it's supposed to be dark, like we wanted it to be dark. And there's that bit where basically on the day, Jack Jack was like, Put on the glasses. I think he asked me to put on the cardigan at one point, and I was like, Nah, I'm not like we've done that, we, th- that sort of felt weird. And then he was like, Put on the glasses, and then and I just was like, Bruv, this is like a serious moment like he's lost his nan, like you don't we're not gonna like make fun of her now like it's it's a weird thing to suggest, but like I did it because you know you just sort of don't <laughs> like slow things down, it's like all right, let me just do it for you, so I did it, and then when we got to the edit, it was like this dark scene, and then whatever, and then there's this bit where I put on the glasses and look up at camera and it and it fucking worked so well, and it was like. Shit, you kind of needed that relief, like yeah, yeah, within all of the like seriousness, and it was, it was just Jack's like getting little those extra bits I'm talking about where it's like that kind of created that another let la- yeah, added another layer to it,
1: yeah, yeah, and the, and the thing is, it's it's just like allowing yourself that time and that creative freedom to give it a go because they won't always work, but like mm. when they do, like you say, it's something that you'd have never thought of in the that would mm. work kind of thing. And and not even that like yeah, it's amazing. You do need that comedic relief in that scene, especially with what we're trying to do. But also, when you think about it, it makes it it makes it so much more real life. Because in real life you don't necessarily sit there and go Aah! like in black and white crying the whole do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like you actually try and take yourself out of it for a second and try and have a little bit of a laugh. Do you know what I mean? To to as a coping mechanism almost. Do you yeah, know what I mean and that's yeah. But I think, yeah, your life, man?
3: yeah, I think I think doing that working with Jack and sort of seeing how Jack works kind of made me think that directing was was that. But I've also learned since then that a lot of directors don't do that and that it's not mm. you know, there's everyone's got their own different ways of doing things and uh and it's quite sure. it's quite interesting. But I feel like we're actually really lucky to have sort of experienced that version of uh Especially as actors, that version of freedom where you can like try stuff and mess about and be flexible with like the script and all of that, because it it allowed us to kind of flourish as our as performers. I think rather than just be like delivering lines and trying to sort of get it exactly right, it was like it allowed us to feel like we were being funny and to bounce off each other, and that's where you get the best chemistry with us.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I felt like it's taught us that as well. Like before it would be like, I'd always feel like, oh, this is how it's done on this show. Um, you know, I don't know if we're doing it the right way or whatever. now when I talk about it if and from when we talk about other projects that we're working on together and stuff, it's like, no, we've, we've learned that that is the way that you get the best out of us. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. And just in general, like the most creative and rewarding way to get, you know, the optimal sort of level of work, yeah. Or art I, out of us, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, I
2: yeah, think definitely. before sort of understanding Jack, I was a little bit more afraid. I think to like try something different, but with working with him, I, I don't feel. I, I feel I, I need to ask if it's all right, <laughs> but it normally comes out
1: better. Yeah. Nah, man. Shout out Jack, man. Shout out Jack Clough. It's and it like Steve, like you said, he is a different type of director, and he's always let us. Like, mirror, like, shadow him in a way whenever we've wanted to or ask him questions or anything. Yeah. So, he's definitely, yeah, I can see how he'd be useful in your vision of trying out direction yourself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Direction? So, yeah. Directing.
3: Yeah. No, that is it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, but so basically, to sort of conclude on the directing stuff, is it's been like a, there's been a couple of things that I've done pilots and it's a lot. It's like directing is, a lot it's very um consuming and I, luckily i've mm. sort of paired with ben so he's more experienced than i sort of feel like i i'm good at performance notes and stuff like that but with stuff yeah. like um shots and like how to frame things or what sort of lens to use and like camera yeah. movements and coverage and the line and all of these like complex like these these kind of terms that i don't even know about i'm so grateful to have him there and and i sort of feel out of my depth quite a lot of the time with, with directing like I still I'm very aware that I'm still learning a lot um as I go but I, I definitely want to like carry on uh learning that but I, I'm sort of quite happy doing pilots and things that I can sort of find my feet because I like if mm-hmm. like a thing that we did has got a series now and uh and we were talking about whether we would want to direct it and I was like He was up for it but i was just like i definitely don't want to direct it because i want to make it i want to make it like if if it's a series if people are going to watch it if it's a big opportunity which is how i see things it's like i want the best director to be doing that like to be directing it i don't want to make it worse by me being the director and and that's not that's not just shitting on myself obviously like that
1: makes a lot of sense you want the best man for the job but you just feel like you might not be at the moment
3: and also i'll still be there like i'll be there as well yeah so i can still add like a lot of what i would have added as a director just as an exec producer or whatever uh yeah they let me write on set (laughs) yeah they let me call myself yeah Yeah, um,
1: exactly yeah you basically just would love to be the director without the pay package of a director
3: yeah that's my that's my dream (laughs) And without, <laughs> yeah, but do you know what it is quite like being on set without the responsibility is also quite nice when you're just there yeah. as like a you know it's like like we will it's sitting down it. it's
2: catering
3: yeah it's catering it's, 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 sitting <laughs> it's the sandwiches yeah. yeah and the only time yeah. you feel like you even need to do anything is if something's not quite working or if you feel like you've got an idea for something to make it even better and then you just yeah. and then you're just chipping yeah. in like uh, yeah. an extra little yeah, bit that's and, fun yeah, and, and no one don't have it, to you
2: worry know. about why has he got a look over his right shoulder like, let me yeah, exactly, no yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure man and it's like that's how it's been on people to do nothing for years as well and it's the it's like a real comfortable and also nice way to have your say and control yeah you know what I mean
3: and it's, yeah, yeah, I, and sure. I do feel like jack appreciates that I, I'm yeah. it probably there's probably directors that are a bit more standoffish about like mm. hearing the writer sort of shouting onto set guys can we yeah. try one where he does something different is that like, <laughs>
1: yeah yeah uh, mate still, still <laughs> going absolutely nuts and shoving a remote control up his ass
3: yeah or us
2: us deciding what's better like yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah when exactly. it's recording
3: yeah <laughs> 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 while the camera's on
2: yeah um okay
3: Jack we're gonna try something else guys we're mid take <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> we've shut a lane of the motorway for this it's costing <laughs> thousands <laughs> yeah
3: losing
1: light guys we've shut down a quarter (laughs) of stanford airport and you guys having a three hour shit i had food poisoning
2: (laughs) i had a chinese and i had food poisoning all right
0: (laughs) ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices Hey, yo, yo, ha, 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 ha,
1: Will everybody shut the fuck up? Settle down, settle down. You're in tune to the Chatting Shit Podcast. UK stand up. The world's greatest. The best there ever was that ever lived. Series two out now,
0: motherfucker! Oh ha, ha. Are you ready? Check it, check Are it, you ready? check it.
1: <laughs> Stevie, um, so... What, what does the future hold, man? I mean, I know it's one of them questions we you probably can't really talk about much.
3: But... Uh, yeah, no, I just want to carry on doing, like, writing more. We've got, uh, yeah, we've got some things that we can't talk about. We've got the curse, obviously, that we can talk about, right? We've... Yeah. Have you talked well, about just that?
1: the name, I think. Yeah, I think just, we're doing something yeah, with, we'll do with Tom Davis
3: so, uh, on Channel yeah, 4. Us yeah, us yeah, not so too
1: much about that. Yeah. That's
3: exciting. Um, yeah, that's fun. There's a few other things, sort of, a away but uh in the old line of pipe
1: oh do you know what i wanted to ask you about something i get messages about all the time uh amara warden
3: yeah that's another one that i feel like sort of it's on the back burner slightly because um mainly because the animators are so busy and stuff but yeah i feel like that's gonna be it's gonna cost a lot of money to make basically so we're trying to sort of we did try and pitch it out in uh, la and i like the first time when we went out there. Mm-hmm. i had a meeting with this animation company that were like they're like they made like adventure time and stuff oh, oh this, yeah. yeah so they they were kind of interested we got a ship uh, what's it called a shopping agreement i was gonna say shipping agreement they're gonna ship it everywhere yeah we got a shopping agreement we basically they pitched it to a few people and didn't get any interest i don't think so so that's kind of gone cold and then since then we've sort of talked about uh doing like a slightly new version of it that's more around them being like boy races, which I think is a good idea. So we're going to sort of mm. flesh that out and do more work on that at some point. But uh yeah. There's a
2: big culture of that round where I live, actually. Like,
3: yeah. Where's that? Where do you
2: live? Where's that? What?
3: <laughs> What's your postcode? Whereabouts
2: where do you live? What's my postcode? Oh, it's <laughs> out there, boy. It's out there. It's <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Okay. It's, it's an hour away. But yeah, no, big like fucking, oh, that guy, Paul Walker, stickers on the back of their cars, spoilers, bigger than the actual car. It's amazing, man. (laughs) Yeah. And it's
3: it's a similar thing with like that culture as there is with sort of the people just do nothing kind of pirate radio type scene where
2: Mm. it's,
3: it's people that are like slightly uh, outside of like on the, on the outskirts of, the city or, or kind of even further out and their lives are kind of a bit like boring. So they're making something of themselves off their own back and and they're making, they're sort of becoming legends in their own little circle. Yeah. It's an amazing world when you start sort of looking into it. Um, But yeah, again, it's like we haven't really had time to get that deep with it. So it's, that's another one for the future. If anyone's got millions and millions of pounds to invest into an animation about boy races it's going to be sick but it'll probably uh, well then
1: get in touch with me first actually I've probably got some other ideas yeah Yeah. yeah. Uh, you've got the shipping deal so ship the cash (laughs) get the cash in Um, if anyone wants to check out what we're talking about Amaro and Walden uh, we did a tiny little sort of taster didn't we it's it's on your page little animation
3: go on the Um, lion the lion animation
1: yeah the shout out lion animation man the lion yeah
3: the lion are incredible yeah man Wow, DJ Ostrich, why you stop the show? Well, i tell you, bro, this is the most important part. It's
2: the question everybody wants to know. No, it is not what is your favorite jean fit. No, it is not what is your favorite size-inch television. It's what is your favorite sandwich. Is it chicken? Is it shalami? Is it cheese? Is it ham? Is it pickle? Is it jam? These are all questions I'm sure you are thinking. But right now you're gonna find out on the Challenge Shit Podcast. Yeah, baby, come on!
1: All right, sweet bro. Well, let's get to the one of the most important parts of the show. Oh my god, uh, yes! Lee, <laughs> the part you've been waiting for. Uh, yeah, it's what it's what everyone's been waiting for. This is mad.
3: It's like a, I feel like a competition winner.
1: You, yeah, you, yeah steve you've won mate you've won mate all right your favorite sandwich top three top three top three, top right.
3: three. Top i already three. know i already know what they are I'm Full about it come on i'm not sure do you know what though actually the order of the first two i could probably switch around but i'm not sure i think i'll go number number one or should i go three first three start yeah. with three all right so number yeah. three blt Come on. And we're talking we're talking tiger bread. We're talking uh Ow. we're talking a good little bit of mayo on there. We're talking sliced yeah, we're talking sliced tomatoes firm, not wet. Wow. You know Say I mean? it again. Firm mm. and yeah. we're and we're talking crispy uh streaky bacon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Proper. Crispy. I agree. Yeah, mm. yeah. real early. None of the str- I don't want strings, I don't want like a string pinging off as I'm biting yeah. like about it, you don't, know you don't
2: have to put your index thing, finger and your thumb in your mouth. <laughs> you know what I
1: mean? Don't want that fat wrapped round exactly. the tooth. That's what, I always, the back. that's what I always say. You want it exactly. You want it shatters of bacon. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I want it to I want yeah. it to
3: break like a yeah, exactly, like yeah. to shatter in my mouth. Mm. And uh,
2: stained glass.
3: Hold on. <laughs> 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 and then number number two, this is a tricky one. I'm starving now. You said yeah. that. Yeah, tell them. <laughs> Talk to them. I him. think. I think number. Ah, oh, this is hard though. Okay, number two, burrito. Because I've heard you Woo! say that burrito is acceptable on here. So handheld. Yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It is one of the best ever sandwiches known. Yeah. Do you know
1: what? I still always um, uh, think about uh, when I see tortilla, 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 tortilla uh, on my delivery. Tortilla on my deliveroo. Yeah. i always think of you like when you're in uh, living in dalston and you'd be hanging out your mind and order
3: a little uh burrito only. i love i love a burrito so bad because it's just got everything it's like every bite mm. is something different like you get a little you get a little pocket of uh avocado and a bit of like yeah, yeah. the pico de gallo you know what i mean you yeah got... do not
2: mix it up do not mix it up i want the oh. different i want different sections come on yeah
3: yeah
1: Talk us through your fit. Like, what meat would you go for? Oh, that's.
3: I was just thinking about that. I think pulled pork, like the pork selection, because it's always oh, like I very, it it's very wet and sort of like you get like that sort of um wet and stringy. Yeah, the mm. spicy. The kind opposite of, pork of how you pork. like
1: your bacon, ironically.
3: Exactly. It's different. Different. Oh, what's the word? I don't even know. You got different needs. Yeah, different <laughs> needs. <laughs> different yeah, cultures. Yeah, Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah.
1: flying somewhere else. Yeah. Come on.
2: <laughs> Jump on the flight, baby. Have the swine. Do you know what I mean?
3: <laughs> but also, like, uh, beef can be quite good in that. Yeah, yeah, can, yeah, yeah, can yeah. Steak. Little, steak a situation. A barbacoa lamb. Yeah, me. Situation. Come on. Oh, lamb, lamb Yeah, lamb's oh, are I didn't even think about lamb being an option
1: there. Yeah, I didn't either, but now I am. Oh. Do you know, um, well, I've been in, in Mexico, so.
2: Oh, yeah, cool. You know and
1: burritos don't exist in Mexico, apparently. Mm. Serious? It's
2: Dark
3: Wars. in LA. I'm making an absolute fool of myself out there. <laughs> yeah, burrito. Yeah. No, no, no. Bur- burrito. You see that little <laughs> bread bit? That bigger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys are famous for them. Yeah. yeah. Um, put rice
1: in there. You've got a chain <laughs> called tortilla. There's one in Dalton.
2: <laughs> no, I'm going to show you something that's going to make you a killing. All right. Yeah, See yeah, that yeah. bread? Bigger. Rice. And
3: wrap it up in a flour wrap
2: <laughs> and cover it in foil immediately. <laughs>
3: yeah. Then put it in a little basket with four yeah. little crisps. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's, and uh, always
1: have an option where you don't use the wrap for people that are on a sort of keto
2: Yeah, diet. And always, always mention that the guacamole is extra. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. guacamole is extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Know, do you know what? I, I, one thing I will say... Definitely don't put cheese in my burrito. I don't know what that's about. Really? Yeah, I don't like. the not grated cheese. Oh,
1: okay. Nah. I respect that. It's
2: a
3: weird one. I don't. I don't mm. want that.
2: Interesting. I yeah. do. Loads yeah. of it.
1: Well, that's why you look like how you do. You go and Steve looks like how he is. <laughs> that's
2: true. That's very true,
1: sir. I can't
3: believe I'm being drawn into this like uh, body dysmorphia <laughs> sort of bullshit that's going on. Oh, yeah.
1: You yeah. <laughs> go. If you didn't eat so much cheese, you'd be as tall as Steve. Oh man, I just tr- I just want to be as big as you in weight. So.
2: That's,
1: that's my that's the goal, that's the goal. Oh fuck it, right. No. Steve, sorry, number
3: yeah, one, number one. Okay, again, it's. I mean, this is a hard decision, but talk to them. tell them. ban me. It's Woo! a ban me. Yeah, God, that's my I number should, one. Yeah, I mean, fucking it's just hell. it's another level, innit? It's, it's not it's not just a sandwich. It's a it's like a whole. It's a whole sensation. There's so much yeah. happening in there. It's a culture. The, yeah, yeah, there's so many levels. Also, the I feel like the maybe I've just only had good banh mi's, but I feel like it's always got like the banging bread. It's always got the like the meat is always seasoned and like there's always spice in there. Mm. There's fresh chilies. Like you got yeah, yeah you got all sorts of stuff in there. Like to the enjoy. the proper
1: banh mi has always got fresh freshly baked bread, and it's a French bread that's made with. I have a hundred percent rice flour, or half rice flour, which tell makes them. it lighter and crispier.
3: Tell them, yeah. tell them, so, uh, yeah. Man. That's
1: why it's so impressive. And always a hundred percent love, baby. You know,
3: one of them with a little, uh, one of them with a little soup, a little noodle soup. You're laughing. Come yeah, on, a little fur.
1: Mm. come on, let's get it,
3: get it. Crazy. All
1: right, that's that's uh, that's fucking strong lineup, Steve. And that's coming, that's going through to the final rounds, probably. Do you
3: know yeah. what? Uh, Honestly, in in all in all honesty, it's probably. One of the main reasons I agreed to be on this podcast because I've been like, <laughs> I've just been wanting to to give my two pence on it on this sort yeah, of like, thing. long? Yeah, list. and I've been like yeah, listening and just been like, yes, oh, I want, yeah. like, yeah, I agree. That's oh. st- yeah, I
1: am actually starving as well. Oh yeah, no, no, that's sick, man. That's a that's a royal list right mm-hmm. there, man. I you really talk that. to them.
3: I'm starving now actually as well.
1: Yeah. Innit? Right. So. The whole thing we just did was a facade, Steve, because uh, all the shit munchers are really interested in uh, questions to me and Hugo, I think. So yeah. well, this is the round we call The Three, questions. three questions. questions.
3: Do you know what? I fucked up. I actually, I forgot that I have to do this. Yeah. I was too busy thinking about the sandwich and I didn't prepare the fucking big three questions. All right, this is big now. All right. Um, tell them You can just edit edit out edit out the massive pause while I try and think of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, so obviously I had to ask some people just do nothing stuff. Yeah. What What's your least favorite thing about the production process, or like the sort of can be any part of it? Like, what's your least favorite part of making people just do nothing?
1: Very nice. That's sick. Okay. I know what it is. I've got two times where I don't feel. I love. I love everything about what we do, and uh, and that every day I count my blessings when we get to that like, be together and fuck about. And you know, I try to keep that energy up. But the t- the two parts of the process that I can uh, that when I think back to, I'm like, how do I feel then? And it's just like, you know, like my mind's dead almost. you know what I mean? When yeah. I think about, it, is like, is the the one part of the writing process where where you're stuck. And you're all sitting in a room, and you thought you had it. You, uh, you know, we 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 thought we cracked it, and we get those notes back, and then we go for that, the three or four days into rough cut, where it's just a whole lot of us staring into space, going, maybe we could. Oh no, we can't, because then that won't fit with that. Yeah, and that's uh, it's so rewarding, though. Like in the end,
3: when you crack it, that,
1: that, that, when you crack it, that's what makes the writing process rewarding but at the time it's just oh man it's just it feels shit it's horrible yeah and it it hurts it literally hurts my brain (laughs) I have headaches at the end of the day and it makes you hate
3: like the person who's given you the completely valid note yeah yeah. like somebody's pointed out that like that doesn't make sense and that like so we need to change that and you're like Ah, oh, you fucking prick! Like,
1: oh, well, yeah. I don't know he's what, like the guy. It's like the guy in a lesson when the bell's gone and he puts his hand up. You're like,
3: For fuck's <laughs> "What fuck, yeah. sake. Yeah. yeah. Wait. So that was. Did you say that was two things?
1: I, yeah, my second one is getting sent the first edit. You know, oh because, yeah. Because, because I always imagine, you know, I always imagine that I'm better than I am. <laughs> Well, I'm always, I always imagine that it's going to look better than it is at first. Not, not all of it, but certain scenes, like tougher scenes or whatever. Yeah. And I'm always, I'm always like, wow, I am deluded. That's that's nothing how I imagine. You know, because in your head, it's something completely different on the day, but you can't see yeah. it.
2: And when I
1: have it, to sit with it for a bit. And, and, and then, you know, then when you get to feed it, feed your notes in and it starts shaping into something you're happy with, then then it's different. But that first thing sometimes is a bit yeah. but, um yeah, <laughs> Hugo, go. What, what about you? I think
2: for me, there, there isn't anything that I like. Think, oh fuck's sake! Like, but the thing I struggled with was understanding because initially, beats was proper simple to Grinder, like, and I understood a character like Grinder. I, I kind of get. What? do you mean
1: proper similar to Grindr yeah
2: he was really similar like I'm he, talking he said proper simple to Grinder. oh I, I meant similar
1: yeah <laughs> I was like
3: trying to work it out right? yeah
2: no because Be- Beats was uh, originally exactly the same as Grindr yeah. really there was no difference
3: is that what we talking not... about earlier that, that voice that we would do so we almost would doing yeah. the same character
2: yeah exactly it, it was the same character and then um, sort of I guess in the pilot that we done like there wasn't really sort of showing like where they've come from. So he can kind of just be in awe of Grinder a little bit more, but still quite similar. But I think for the first series, working out what I thought Beats was going to be like and what other people wanted him to be like, yeah. I kind of I kind of didn't really know who he was until later on. I feel like every kind of series I'd learn more about yeah. what he was like and then by the third series I think I I kind of understood this yeah.
1: lovable moron a lot more. Yeah, for sure. Hugo, I thought you were going to say catering. K- and catering, yeah. That's
3: my second <laughs> thing.
1: One
2: series we had banging catering. One. Yeah,
3: perfect. All right, second question, Stevie. Second question. Um, do you believe
1: in aliens. Yes. Hundred percent. No. Why not? Oh wait. Yeah, oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, okay, yeah, this is a debate. No, you're right. I suppose I don't believe in the sort of um mad attention seekers that of yeah. or people that have been trauma. The nut uh, cases. That like then convert that into uh using you know this narrative mm. to tell their stories or whatever but like I do but I do believe in sort of Life on other planets and stuff like that. I just don't not not like, not like floating like a fucking you know anal probes and shit. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just think the pla- the universe is so big yeah. and there's so many solar systems that oh, like, the the odds you know they're definitely yeah, and you go check six pack on another planet is exactly, yeah. exactly. or like. Or just a, a thin, just a little bit thin Alan Mustafa on another planet.
1: <laughs> just so he has in- a chance. Impossible. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Steve, uh question three. Question three. Tresnay. Um Tres-n-a.
3: In your like ideal, like dream kind of career path, how would it go? Like what would what's your like dream? up until retirement i mean you can talk about your retirement dream
1: as well if you want wow yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Go on, you, go, you go first
2: that's a tough question because yeah um, you're putting a lot of, i'm putting a lot of pressure on myself boy on um, your
1: dream even in fantasy land still put a little bit of a cap
3: on it yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um dream big but not too big because you'll embarrass
2: yeah you. i know it's come on let's be realistic I um,
3: know,
1: this is fulfilling you with anxiety hugo yeah,
2: yeah. Can you feel it? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd like to be a part of something, you know, that I enjoy making just as much as people just do nothing. Hopefully, a few of them.
3: A similar sort of thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. Similar. I'd like to do like something completely different as well, like sort of a drama situation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of people have told me I've got the
1: got the look for it. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Danny DeVito. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> Danny DeVito and all the dramas.
2: Yeah. I mean, Joe Pesci, bollocks. Pesci. Oh, Pesci's good. No, I'll take that. Yeah, Pesci's sick. He's just tiny like you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. No one looks like you. Oh, man, I don't know. And do something like a fucking sick, big film, big, nasty franchise film as well. Just yeah. one. One of them. Yeah, just one. Just yeah, a big, exactly. nasty, you know
1: so in the next you want it to 40 be- years you want to do one other thing like People See Nothing and one film I said a few other things yeah, it's, it's, okay three I things that, in a film I love that
3: you want yeah. a film franchise but you only want to
1: be in one of them yeah <laughs> yeah 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 just
3: a little because <laughs> you
1: realised the pressure was too much of the first one too much of the fame
3: <laughs> yeah or
2: I want to land a role yeah that makes Seepa go fucking how did he get that him? Yeah. yeah. You know, like <laughs> it's definitely going to happen. Like, yeah, like a Nolan. You know, like Nolan bloody wants you in the new whatever. Oh like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Like this is probably going to happen. And then I eventually pluck up the courage to call Seaper and go, oh, you know, Nolan's returning to Batman. Yeah. <laughs> You're never going to guess what. What? You're looking at the older Bruce Wayne.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the older Bruce Wayne. <laughs>
3: I wanted
2: to hang up Older <laughs> all honesty I just want to keep Making sick shit That's That's it Yeah really. I hear that Nice and, uh, and just be fortunate Enough to be able To do that Yeah
1: um, So yeah Mine would be um, Similar to Hugo's man But like I want to keep writing And acting In In comedies With people that I love Man And respect And uh, You know Continue doing it In that way to get to have like the best and most richest creative uh canvas yeah <laughs> come <laughs> on and, and fun for it do you know what i mean like i feel yeah. so blessed i got to do people's do nothing for so long with you lot and um, i feel like yeah like hugo i want to do another do you know what i mean another how, however many more uh credible and fun you know comedy series that that I'm really... Or whatever bits of work yeah. that I'm really proud of. It's
3: that thing of creating like a, the the sort of environment for for that work to be fun and everything. That's, I feel like that's the thing that, um, that I sort of realise is so hard to like replicate when it comes yeah. to other stuff. It's like, even if you get like the sickest people and the, I don't know, have a good script and whatever else, it's like working with your friends is like it just adds a whole level of just like uh, I don't want to say camaraderie but it's like it feels more like, <laughs> it feels like family vibes yeah yeah definitely you know what I mean though you can be you can just be honest about everything and that's like, like um...
1: and also it's not like it's, it's like working with your friends when you all give the same amount of shit mm. of the yeah. outcome, do you know what I mean
2: yeah I want to see someone strop as badly as I do when their costume's wrong or I, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I yeah. want to yeah. be in it <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I want to, I want to do that. But I was thinking about this recently. Um, I definitely really want to do some, some like drama, some straight acting. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I always loved the uh, improv and fun that we could get together. Do you know what I mean on set? And I would want to continue that forever as well. But I also do love the like getting deeper into this sort of emotion of of a role and why a character is the way he is or whatever and and, and I feel like yeah. I could maybe explore more of that on in that side of things you know what I mean um, yeah and yeah like doing more movies and stuff and and just doing things that I'm proud of really man and getting to work at, in different countries and, and, and live in different countries through work and stuff like that mm. to experience people and the world through acting through my job you know what I mean but also getting to write and create my own stuff and yeah. tap that part of myself continue doing that and yeah and eventually maybe try and you know like as I get older I, I'd like I would definitely like I'm also a control freak Steve you know this so I'd also like to explore the directing side of things but I'm not ready for that yet you know but that's something that I'd like to do eventually and stuff so yeah like those sort of things nice, man, it's just-
3: nice. well that was that was good answers man that was interesting I feel like I sort of knew you were going to say that a bit but like I, it's a natural thing, I think, with yeah. control freaks like us, that we would want to have that level of control that you only get as a director. And it's, mm-hmm. I feel like, the more the more we work on stuff, the more we're learning. And yeah, it's a good thing to be to have one eye on, I guess.
1: Yeah, for sure, man, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, nice one, bro. So we've come to the end of the show. Yeah, you've been an amazing guest. Thank you very much, Stephen. And one last question as well. Yeah. We ask all our guests this, but, uh, you know, it's going to be obvious coming from you. Are you our best mate? <laughs> I mean,
3: come, come on. Come on. Family, cuz. Yes! My of guy,
1: my no, guy, my guy, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Yeah, my, my guy. guy. Make some
1: noise for Stephen Stamp. Thanks, come guys. Come on. This is the outro.
3: See you later. And good luck. Stay
0: lucky, boy. Stay lucky, boy
1: oh god that was an absolute bloodbath laugh 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 Laugh. yeah Yeah. Yeah. that was good good journey
2: yeah good to see things from steven's perspective
1: you know yeah big time big time i've always wondered what that man thinks now i know yeah yeah uh big up everyone locked in hope that was interesting for you lot shout out steve for coming on obviously we'll have him on again that's family watch out for all this new stuff coming out that we couldn't talk about. Yeah. We always got to tell people to go and watch the the guest stuff, but I suppose it's our stuff as well. So people just do nothing out on Netflix and maybe iPlayer as well. Yeah. Yeah. Give it another go for us, please. Go find the Palace adverts, yeah? All right? Oh, yeah, yeah. See you lot in a bit. See you later. Oh yeah. Also, we've got to say that uh, you lot must like and subscribe as well. Apparently, yeah.
2: yeah. Just click, just click just on it. Click on it's real it. Lift easy. Lift your finger, yeah.
1: drop it when you see the like or done. subscribe. It done. alright Yeah. Also, follow us on Instagram uh, and our new Twitch account because we will be doing live episodes on Twitch every now and then. So keep an eye out. Mm-hmm. Both of them are the Chatting Shit Podcast. That's the Chatting Shit Podcast. alright So follow us on both of them. And also, if you've got any questions anything you want us to talk about uh hit us up on the email that's chatting shit one at gmail.com. nice one sweet yeah yeah see you later see ya hey yo, hey, yo! will everyone shut the fuck up I want to give a crazy, stupid, dope fly shout-out to everyone involved in this podcast. Nah, fuck that. Who's the brain that produces this show, man? Man like Rupert Magending.
3: And who's the audio editor? James
2: Torrance, in check it. House. Who's the video
1: editor? Ha-ha, <laughs> James Lord. And who does all the uh, illustrations? It's Alison in the Ink. Mad on the visuals, bruh. Shout out all the posse down at ACAS Laboratory. Hip-hop, hip hop. Am I right, hustler? You're not wrong, Playboy by Valentino.